Have you ever watched the Jeffrey Rush movie Quills? I don't believe so. It was about the Marquise de Sade, who was a grimy Frenchman. In the, he's a French aristocrat, actually. 17 and 1800s. And he was a dirty pervert. Yeah, okay. The movie was about him writing smut. And his most famous work of smut, The 120 Days of Sodom. Oh. Now, I watched that movie when I was way too young to watch it, probably. Like, like sodomy Sodom, or? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> 120 days. <laughs> what? Well, th- that's what the books. You know, we'll get there. This Desaad fellow, he was in prison for being a, a nasty man, and he wrote lots of smut. But he also wrote other things, and for some reason, the French loved this guy. I mean, he had a movie m- made about him. I always wanted to read the book for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. But I never wanted to really order it. It just wasn't one of those things. I finally ordered it because I listened to two podcasts recently about it. And they were reading some of the excerpts. I was like, I have to have this just for the podcast. Nice. I'll read the synopsis quickly. The 120 Days of Sodom by Marquise de Sade relates the story of four wealthy men who enslaved 24 mostly teenaged victims. And then right now I'm just going to go ahead, folks, and give you a trigger warning that what I'm going to read and even the synopsis is, is gross. So if you don't want sex stuff, just uh, skip right to the main episode because the episode's like about fairy tale. <laughs> this is like their worst episode to do a cold open on. Teenage victims and sexually tortures them while listening to stories told by old prostitutes. The book was written while Saad was imprisoned in the Bastille and the manuscript was lost during the storming of the Bastille. Saad wrote that he wept tears of blood over the manuscript's loss. Many consider this to be Saad's crowning achievement. Uh, his manuscript, which he wrote in prison on a scroll with almost microscopic letters, like you need a magnifying glass to read it because he didn't want the prisoners to, you know, or the prison guards to catch him, hid the thing in a wall or something. Eventually, some rich guy bought it. There's a whole history of this thing, but, you know, they thought it was lost to time because he became a famous writer. And then they're like, wait, he has a magnum opus that we don't know about? Long story short, someone eventually came across this and some art society or publishing company or something or other i think they bought the rights to this book or sold i want to say they bought the manuscript or sold the manuscript for like 10 million dollars jesus and that was probably in like the 90s just for some smut for some smut spencer but i got this book today in the mail i ordered it i think just yesterday or the day before it was after i listened to that podcast I opened it randomly, <laughs> just randomly, and read the first page I came to. This is not hyperbole. You, you do good with those, though. Yeah, but this I think this whole book is like this, so it's, it probably only gets better. So on page 124 of my copy, Spencer, I'm going to read to you just some of the work of the Marquise de Sade. And I want you to compare this to James Joyce's fart letters. I think it'll be much more <laughs> crass, maybe not as well, well written, but it's going to be grosser. This is only on the sixth day. <laughs> we got 120 <laughs> days. This is the sixth day. And apparently the story just gets grosser and worse as you read along. So I'm going to go ahead and read this, and I want your opinion afterward. Feel free to giggle. So saying, he stood up and guided me to the edge of the bed upon which he installed me in such, in such wise the upper half of my body rested on the bed. Then, seating himself on a very low stool, he found himself situated between my wide-flung legs and his head on a level with my ass. I don't know what the translator of this copy is, by the way. I don't know if they did it justice or they were extra crass, but this is nasty. It, it gets so bad. Just, this is just what I found, just randomly. This is so bad. 
He peers at me for another instant, then, deciding I am not yet adjusted as I ought to be, up he gets, fetches a cushion, fits it under my belly, thus arching my ass more sharply. He sits down again, examines, and goes about everything with the sang Freud and confidence of the seasoned and mature libertine. So, so far, <laughs> he's really he's really getting this positioning right. Meticulous. Very meticulous. A moment passes. <sighs> A moment passes, then he grasps my two buttocks, spreads them, poses his open mouth upon the hole, fastens his lips hermetically to it. <laughs> like hermetically sealed. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking gross. That's fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a vacuum. He's a Hoover. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> A moment passes, then he grasps my two buttocks, spreads them, poses his open mouth upon the hole, fastens his lips hermetically to it, and immediately, pursuant to the signal he gives me, and in in obedience to the considerable pressure that has built up within me, I unleash a booming fart, possibly the most explosive one he has received in all his life. It shoots down his gullet, and he backs away furious. Okay, you ready for the gross part? Oh, yeah. (laughs) What the devil, he cries. So you are so bold as to fart into my mouth, are you? And he straightaway claps his mouth to my asshole again. (laughs) I bet you won't do it again. (laughs) You won't do that again. You don't got the go. (laughs) Yes, Monsoor, I say as I release a second stiff... A second stifler. That's how I deal with gentlemen who kiss my ass. A stifler. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call my fart from now on. I just stifled. Very well then. Fart if you must, you little rascal. Since you can't help it, fart. I say fart as hard as you like and as often as you can. From this moment onward, I cast off all restraint. Nothing can express the urgency of my desire to give vent to the boisterous winds produced by the potion I had drunk earlier. Our man is thrilled by them. He receives some in his mouth, the others in his nostrils. After 15 minutes of this exercise... 15 minutes? After 15 minutes of this exercise, he lies down upon the couch, draws me to him, his nose still wedged between my buttocks, orders me to frig him, and meanwhile... Continue a ceremony which gives rise to him to such exquisite pleasures. I fart. I frig. I manipulate a slack little prick neither much longer nor much thicker than my finger. But a dint of buffets jerks and farts the instruments finally stiffens. So he finally got a boner after all this. The augmentation of our gentleman's pleasures, the critical instance approach is announced by a new iniquity. It is now his tongue that provokes my farts. Tis his tongue that, like a flail, darts deep into my anus in order to stir up the winds. Tis against his tongue he wants me to blow those zephyrs. He becomes unreasonable. He is no longer in possession of his wits. All right, that's enough. Uh, zephyrs. He, he brings about zephyrs from her behind. That is that is only one page of that. That is only on day six. You know what I was just thinking? And this goes for the other, the other thought fiction, like, them farts back then. They must have been rancid. They, they'd have to be, right? Mm. With the stuff people were eating and doing back then. But these were aristocrats, so Still, they were uh, rich. Yeah, and the hair. Are we oh. going to talk about that? There's some hairy bungholes back then because people didn't clean that stuff up until about 1988. Something, yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else in here I should look up, Spencer? 
Uh, I just figured this was going to be the new opening top. Code open, code open until this is going to be one of those books I have to highlight mm-hmm. everything. Oh, uh, they're eating poop in this one. Uh, coffee. Oh, don't don't drink the coffee. You know what happens after you drink the coffee? You know this is a stupid book. I don't know why it's so well celebrated, but it is classic literature. So, do you think you'll ever read it? It's going to be tough, but I definitely will peruse it from time to time. I don't think it's going to be a good book. That needs to be a shitter book. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you keep right in the bathroom. <laughs> so when your phone's about to die or you forgot to grab something, when you don't go to take a shit, you got... You got the Marquis <laughs> spot. I feel like he would like that. The um, History of Literature podcast is what rekindled my desire to get this book because they just covered... Uh, Jack Wilson, the host, he just covered the Marquis Sod in the book, and then he did a second episode that was less gross where he covered the book. But some of the excerpts he read on there, uh, it involved a bunch of teenage boys and a woman and the man, and it was so gross. Ugh. It kind of made me not want to read it, but then I was like, what else could there be in there if that was the tame stuff he was able to get for Because his is like a you know nice podcast, not like this one. Uh, so we'll explore that in the future. Maybe from time to time we'll read excerpts from Maybe we'll read the whole book this way. <laughs> Cold opens for four years. Mm-hmm. Anyway, our actual episode is not about that stuff. It's going to be about fairy tales, Spencer. Uh, they might fodder in fairy tales. The Wicked Sisters do. Ah, see? Fart in Cinderella's face or something. Everybody gets pink eye. Everybody always had pink eye back then, <laughs> especially that guy. I wonder why. listening to the drunken pen writing podcast i'm your host caleb james with me today spencer of the beijing butt bruiser church oh i mean it went with the intro yeah but i don't want to be lumped in with that guy (laughs) (laughs) you are you're gonna like it so you know what our wholesome episode's about we discussed on the neil gaiman episode last week what is the difference between fairy tales and fantasy Mm. uh our conclusion was we don't know well, we briefly mentioned that, I did anyway, that fairy tales are kind of like a folklore and fantasy can be anything. I would even say that fairy tales are often probably geared towards children, where again, mm. fantasy can be anyone, anything. And that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, fairy tales are kind of more like, a, like you were saying, like a lesson or a, like a moral kind of tale. Yeah, like don't trust a stranger in your grandma's house. Yeah, that looks like a wolf. Might have just been really hairy. You couldn't judge people. I couldn't find a proper article on this topic, though I found several that have a, a, like a paragraph. Oh. So this person on this random site, they believe that a fairy tale is a concise story that is written to appease mainly children. Generally starts with once upon a time and ends with the end. I don't believe that's necessarily true. And don't everything end with the end? No. Sometimes it's Finn. Mm, yeah. Fantasy, something that could also exist within the realms of reality, but considered highly impractical and unlikely to be experienced in everyday life that it is best left to be daydreamt in vivid imagination. Fairy tale, something that could exist only within the realms of unreality and imagination. So fantasy can happen versus fairy tale, which could never happen. So maybe fairy tales where the magic lies and fantasy is just where it plays. Maybe, yeah. 
So in that case, as we brought up last episode, where do you lump Lord of the Rings in? I don't know. Because yet. it's magic. There's magic. So does that make it fairy tale? That can't be real. But then again, is it just because the fantasy setting, it's real in that world? Yeah. But you can say that about a fairy tale. Alice in Wonderland, fairy tale or fantasy? Mm. Well, I'm going to look up the best fairy tales first. Oh, that's a good idea. Best fairy tales. I don't like that little fucking creepy face that comes up when I do that. Oh, this just gives us the, you know, the OGs. Your Cinderella's, your Rapunzel's, your Hansel and Gretel, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Little Red Riding Hood, Jack and the Beanstalk, the Frog Prince, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the Show Queen. What's the Snow Queen? The Snow Queen, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. We get it. We've all read them. All children's things. How about, now stick with me here, if I do adult fairy tales. Ooh, I don't think you like those websites. Adult fairy tales. Oh, shut your face. 12 enchanting fairy tales for adults. Enchanting. That's not a smut word. Erection is. (laughs) Ooh, there's two ladies kissing. (laughs) Told you. (laughs) Told you. Oh, man. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know what I was getting into. This is a portal list. Skin Folk by Nalo Hopkinson. You ever read Skin Folk? No. A Jamaican-born Canadian writer whose novels and short fiction. Okay, what what is this about? I want to know. Oh, we get a synopsis of the guy, but not the book. I love when they do that. Here's the author. Nothing about the book that we're showing you. This link, it says, it's a tale of vampires. No, that's more what that guy writes. Apocalypse. That's all I got. The word apocalypse. Deerskin by Robin McKinley. Another, another skin book. <laughs> yeah. So this is a dark fantasy that tackles dark fantasy. Yeah. First sentence right there. And obviously, because it's a dark fantasy, it tackles difficult themes like incest and sexual violence. That doesn't sound like a fairy tale. No. I think we you were correct in your assumption that fairy tales are not going to be adult oriented unless they're gross. Yeah. And I would not consider it a fairy tale then. Well, what about like those um, brother uh, brothers Grimm? Yeah, like, that's what? your Snow White and stuff. Is that okay? I wasn't sure what those all the stuff Disney jacked and got rid of the gross parts. Okay, like in Cinderella. Well, because I, I, I knew like that's what happened with those, but I didn't know exactly where those uh, came from. So like it was just those two that like came up with all those stories. The brothers they went around traveling and picked up the stories from local for- folklore. Oh, okay. That's why a lot of them were so grim. Yeah. Not to be confused with their name. Like uh, most Europeans, they well, I guess they were just stealing off other Europeans, so that's not so bad. Well, because like what we were saying, a lot of times they were used to teach small children right. things of like, hey, don't play out in the woods because there's a... Don't go in the river, you're going to drown, but instead yeah. of saying that, we say a monster's in there. Yeah. Basically, it's just scare the children from doing something versus just telling them why they shouldn't but do it. But also, like, scare them with things that don't exist instead of scaring them with the actual things that could murder them. Like, Yeah. Why are you so loud now, Spencer? What, yeah. One episode, you're fucking too yeah. loud. The other episode, you know what? I'm getting sick of you. I think you need to be AI generated. Ah. Your knobs go up and down. Mm. It's just like one week you can't hear you, the Sorry, other week you're... It, it was the fart stuff that made it. Was got, you, got you all around. Got my knobs going. This is a fucking terrible topic. I can't find anything of sustenance here. Gulliver's Travels, that's a fairy tale, right? I would say that counts as more of a fairy tale uh, versus... I don't know. Well, or is it what, fantasy? Because th- that's the one where like he was really big and then really small. Yeah. See, I would say that would be more fantasy with... I remember reading, like, a really, like, you know, like, watered-down version, like, in school, um, because, like, I don't think that there was, like, no moral. 
Does the like them fantasies always normally have like a moral to the to the story? That's what you just said about fairy tales as a moral. Well, that's what I meant. That's sorry, that's what oh. I meant. Fa- fairy tales. I don't remember. I haven't read that since I was a kid. Here's the question: Lord of the Rings is it a fairy tale? No. Lord of the Rings is fantasy. Unlike fairy tales, Lord of the Rings was written primarily for an adult audience. So is it just that's what the difference is? Fairy tales are for children. But which is ironic considering how many kids. But here's the thing. The Hobbit was written for children. True. I That's where my confusion cut. Let me look up Alice in Wonderland. Well, maybe maybe instead of asking is the Lord of the Rings a, f- uh, a fairy tale, ask if the Hobbit's a fairy tale. That's a good move. Is the Hobbit a fairy tale? Uh-oh. This is more inconclusive. Oh, I'm having to scroll for this one. A Hobbit. A true fairy tale. Ooh. So many say it does count as a fairy tale slash high fantasy. And then when it goes into the Lord of the Rings, it just focuses Because of the adult elements, it's no longer, yeah. Let's look up Alice in Wonderland. That creepy person who wrote that. That dude was a creep, wasn't he? Lewis Carroll. Is Alice in Wonderland considered a fairy tale? Alice in Wonderland is not a fairy tale. Mm. It did not originate in the oral oral tradition, but was imagined by British author Charles L. Dodgen, Dodgson, fucking fucking Lewis Carroll. Just why why would they call him by his government name? He's Lewis (laughs) Carroll. What fucking stupid? So that doesn't make. So now we're just now we're splitting it even further. Yeah, it doesn't count as a fairy tale unless it was handed down from traditional folklore. So if someone just imagined an idea, which means the Hobbit now goes off the fairy tale list. So does that mean we can have new fairy tales? Only if you take them from something from the past. Hmm. So you can't create a fairy tale whole cloth. If you do that, it is no longer a fairy tale. It is fantasy. fantasy. So that's kind of confusing or pointless. Well, like the Farland the Goblin series we covered a long time ago for DPW. Great books, by the way. Even if you're not a child, I really uh, would recommend those by Pug Grumble. Yeah. We uh, I always did want to because he like he let us read like the first like three volumes of that to review six so, yeah he would have gave us he sent us uh the six I think it was six volumes I never read the seventh one I end up I think buying it though uh just because it wasn't out when he mm. sent them to us but they were great uh but it was, I'm bringing that up because fairy tale yeah that, that was kind of that I would have probably put that into a fairy tale but not a fairy tale according to so, that last yeah. one. Stardust, not a fairy tale, according to... Well, I don't know. Maybe Neil Gaiman got those... That's the thing. Did he get the ideas from fairy tales? Because that's all you have to do. A reimagining is still a fairy tale. A lot of fairy tales, such as Cinderella, actually uh, came from ancient China. Uh, China. (laughs) Just so you know, (laughs) if you want to read the original Cinderella story, you have to go all the way to China. Yeah. Peter Pan. Mm. Who created Peter Pan? Uh, Probably some English book. (laughs) okay is peter pan a pet no (laughs) no was that really what popped up not that not that (laughs) but they'll they'll maybe circle back (laughs) circle back to that one That, that actually does uh i have some questions that i would like answered about that Peter Pan is not a fairy tale. It is simply a fictional story that was written by J.M. Barry in the early 20th century. We could have did this whole episode in five minutes by saying, yeah. nope, fairy That's- tales are orally passed down through uh, traditional means. But then we get, where does mythology split from fairy tale? When oh, does God. Homer turn into ancient whatever bullshit that's a fairy tale? Around like 
season six of, of Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That was the homie you were talking about, right? Yeah, of course, of course. So could you have, let's say, uh, the story of Icarus flying to the sun, melts his wings, Father Daedalus is upset, or even before, because isn't Daedalus the one who created the labyrinth with the Minotaur? Centaur or Minotaur? I think it was the Minotaur. Yeah, because the Minotaur is with the the head with the... The man on top or the head on top? I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. The point is, at what point, because those are orally told through the ages, that's how those stories came about, could you reclassify those as fairy tales at some point? What if you reimagine them? Or is it always mythology? This might piss some people off. Okay. The Bible. Mm. Are you saying is the Bible a fairy tale? Yeah. Let's be a little more succinct with how we break this down. We're going to go to the beginning, yeah. and we're just going to say the story of Adam and Eve. Uh, I think there was a lady before Eve that was, I don't know, a harlot, or I don't know exactly what happened there, but eventually Eve came about from Adam's rib. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a little far-fetched. And then there's a snake and a tree that's kind of the devil, makes the lady make Adam eat a apple, poisons him. There's, o- there's always a lesson to be learned. I don't think it could be a fairy tale for the exact reason that Cain slew Abel, and then we had uh, adult themes. Mm. A lot of things in the Bible, though, if you just said an alien, someone from Brazil that was born in the rainforest, someone that doesn't know the Bible, doesn't know Christianity, doesn't know any Muslim, doesn't know anything about any theology, right? They they worship dirt god. Yeah. The god of the dirt, which is my favorite god because <laughs> I see the dirt. I see life come from the dirt. Yeah. You water the dirt and the gir- the dirt, dirt takes and the dirt mm, gives back. Die. I can go on all day about the dirt. Regardless of that. You need to use that for a story. The dirt god. <laughs> that would be a good one. I actually was writing a horror story once upon a time called The Dust King. Mm-hmm. And it was to be a man. Such a, a, of the dirt. It was a Stephen King-ass story, but I just one of those ones that just petered out before it started. Uh, I want to go back to that one because I like the name, the Dust King. Mm. Anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, according <laughs> to certain people. Uh, it's Pride Month, by the way, folks, and we will be at Pride this year uh, tomorrow. No, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Two days from now. We represent Spencer, especially. Yeah. Uh. Spencer, definitely. <laughs> Spencer all the way, man. <laughs> That's why you get those names. No, what was I saying? Fuck. I, gr- I digressed too far. Yeah. Talking about the Dirt God. Oh, um, about like somebody who didn't know anything about any kind of right. religion. So if you have somebody who didn't know anything about religion and you told them what fairy tales were and then you said, hey, read these books from, let's just say Europe. Yeah. You don't need to know where they're from. Even oh, You can even say the Middle East. They're not going to know where that's at probably. They read those stories. Do you think they're going to be like, yeah, that's kind of a fairy tale. Maybe later on, even like when you got David fucking stoning Goliath in the head with a rock or whatever. Like they might be like, oh, that's that's that could be like myth. That's more mythology, actually. Yeah, yeah. But I could see some of those early stories, like you know, knowing his arc. Yeah, come on. But that's also because when we're kids, to get us gullible enough to believe this gobbledygook, <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> I'll say it, gobbledygook. In order to get us to believe such things, they have to present it in a way that will light up a child's imagination yeah. in almost a fairy tale type of way. Yeah. Now. There is evidence that there could have been a great flood. Most likely there was a great flood. But there wasn't a guy just getting two of every animal. No. Doesn't even make sense. Where's he getting some of these animals? The boat size. I mean, not, I mean, how big was his flood? Was it the whole earth? That, does, he, that guy was working overtime. Well, no, so how do you keep like the lions away from like the elephants? 
and all that. We're talking about a time period where people had to drink alcohol because the water wasn't pure. Imagine the smells from all the shits. That's a lot of different dookies. And you know what? I would not want to be on that boat. No, I would rather have been drowned. And here's the thing. If we're only taking a few humans. Yeah. Why are your family members? Everybody's related. <laughs> we're already, if it's Adam and Eve, we're already all related. So <laughs> yeah. it's worse. I do remember like in middle school one time when they were going over that stuff and they was like, and then Adam and Eve got sent away and they eventually made their own family. And I'm just sitting there in the auditorium like, so wait, <laughs> everybody's like cousins? Yeah. Some like everybody's just inbred fucked like, ugh. That's yucky. Now, I don't exactly remember how this goes. I need to actually read the Bible one day. Yeah. I'm flirting with it just for the shits and giggles of it, but it's long. Oh, and there's the, the thou's and z's and yeah. thou nots. That stuff doesn't bother me so much anymore. I read Alan Moore. <laughs> yeah, but, fair, fair, fair. Uh, there's like chapters that are written like that, by the way. So anyway, in the Bible, from my understanding, it wasn't just Adam and Eve. There were people outside of the Garden of Eden. Uh, I don't know if they were castaways. I don't know exactly what their deal was. But from my understanding, this one is kind of fucked up, more fucked up than it already is. Some say that these people apparently had, I, th- I don't know if it was the mark of the beast or they had some kind of mark on them. And basically what some theologists believe is that they were just black people. Uh. So it was probably outside of uh, Eden, which I would imagine would be in the Mesopot- Mesopotamia area. But Mesopotamia, I'm not saying that right. That's, they're close enough. Around the Babylon area, <laughs> it would be just straight Africa. Yeah. So, is, is, what are we doing here, Bible? Who wrote the Bible? That's a good question. Was it just a bunch of stories handed down? Well, that's what that's what made me think of the the fairy tales because the Bible was spoken. Yes. For until they figured out writing. Moses, because he didn't have GPS, <laughs> walked across a desert that wasn't that long for forty years. <laughs> At some point, he made a fucking. River, uh, a uh, ocean part, part, and they walk through it. That's ballsy. Yeah, It'd be really sticky or not smushy, smushy down there. And the fish are dumb; they're just gonna flop out through this. So you're getting hit with sharks and shit. He did that. He talked to a burning bush, which might have been smoking some of the. So I'm just thinking a lot well, of. Isn't he the one that got the commandments too? Was that was yeah the bush? Yeah, gave him the ten commandments. He he got high with the bush. He, he ate either some mushrooms or he smoked something. Up on this fucking hill where no one else was around. And, and then they, he just... You know what would be cool, man? What, they, what would be good for everybody? If everybody just, you know... didn't come, Just didn't cover their own wives, you know? Don't kill nobody unless you really good, got good. to. I'm a... You know what? I need to write this down. <laughs> you got... There's a rock and another rock. I'm going to fucking hammer that in there. And luckily, he was high enough that he didn't realize what a tedious task <laughs> that was. <laughs> well, can you imagine if he misspelled something? You... And because God, being the cheerful bloke he is, uh, didn't he let uh, Moses and his followers go all the way across the desert? And right before they found freedom or whatever was on the other side, I think Moses died. Like sounds, he didn't make it to the other end. Sounds about right. Yeah. The the book of Jove is the one that always bothered me the most. It's like the God and the devil just have a fucking pissing contest. And basically, God just kills everybody in Joe's life and ruins his whole entire life. And then he's like, he still love me, see? And uh, I was like, are you the devil? <laughs> the devil just said no. Like, he said, no, nah, he won't follow you if you do all this horrible shit. And you did it. Yeah. But I do love that as a concept for a story, though. 
just the horrible things happening to one man. Well, who, just basically like the devil and God, uh, like having a wager, and just just some fuck, some poor guy has to bear the blunt brunt of it. I want the twist where the guy just says "fuck you, God" right off the bat and just goes straight devil, devil, devil. See, this is getting out of topic, but I always thought if I was a religious person and I wanted to introduce somebody else into like you know my religion. The last thing I'd want them do to do is read the fucking Bible. Yeah, because it just it just it's just fucking just lists of just God just being a fucking dick. No, you do what Republicans do, and you cherry pick the parts you like. Yeah, and yeah. That's what you tell you know your buddy who you want to follow your cult. I mean your your church or whatever. Look, if it helps you, it's fine. Yeah. But here's my issue: the Bible was just made up of stuff that was taken from pagan religions. Yeah. And it was like we don't want to be pagans because Celtic mythology comes from the fucking English forcing the pagan and the druids and all that shit. Like, oh, you have these these cool pagan rituals. We're going to take those, but we're going to angelize them and make it all like, eh, Jesus. And like, no, I want the originals. I want the originals back because they're cooler. You know what we used to worship? Nature. Yeah. I like to worship things that I see. Dirt God. Yeah. I get uh, a little emotional, Spencer, when I think about Dirt God yeah. and what he could do for you. And there's less dirt now than there ever was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still there, but it's not visible. It's, it's getting moved. Getting moved, getting pushed, getting dug up where it shouldn't be dug up. I think the Egyptians had it right, too. They were like, hey, let's uh, treat cats like they're great. And then cats never fucking let it go. <laughs> no, they went to the We heads. treat cats like they're fucking kings, and then you know what? They never let it go. <laughs> hey, let's treat these cats, worship them like gods, and you know what will happen? Their whole lineage is going to be assholes. <laughs> Good job, Egyptians. I don't like it. Nope. They couldn't do that with dogs. Dogs are good. Why don't we worship well, maybe, a dog? Well, maybe that's because they wasn't worshipped. If we worshipped dogs, they would probably be dicks too. Well, I don't think we would worship dogs because dogs, one, aren't actually dicks. But two, dogs are loyal. Yeah. And when you're loyal, what are you? A slave? You could be viewed as such. Under extreme circumstances, of course. Like when you're loyal to your job, that's not yeah. loyal to you. No. Oh, man, did you hear about Spencer? Yeah, he got his head stuck in a meat grinder yeah. and he's dead. Well, we got a, his replacements coming yeah. in next week, so be all right. Be a week without somebody. That's yeah, going to be kind of yeah, tough. Yeah. To, that's how much they care about somebody that works for a company for God knows how many years. So fairy tale, Spencer. We, we don't know. Still. We came, no, we came to a proper conclusion. They're not for adults. As you said, they have some kind of moral or theme that, you know, there's a resolution, mainly just like, hey, kids, don't go in the dark woods. Always be afraid of things with teeth. I would add, don't go into any clergyman's house. <laughs> yeah. If I was writing a fairy tale for kids, it'd be don't go into the clergyman's house. No priests, no bishops, yeah. none of that stuff. Stay away. Uh, but back then, it was kind of the opposite. They're like, yeah, go in there. Yeah. They'll keep you safe. Yeah. And and it turns out those were the monsters all along. Uh, what else? Uh, fantasy is just anything else. Pretty much. Mainly adult, not mainly adult oriented, but it is adult oriented. And according to Spencer Church, as solid as can be on this, full conviction that the Bible is a fairy tale. That's Spencer's belief, and he's sticking to it 100%. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you could move to Alabama. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of somewhere. You know what always irritates me? Guess we got a couple minutes to kill here. I'm just going to, a little bit of a rant. Going to ramble? I might have even done this rant on here before. I don't know, but I, it's always fun to reiterate. 
you know what, if that Ron DeSantis becomes president or that Biden gets elected again or blah, 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 I'm fucking moving to Canada. Yeah. And then it's like, you don't like this country. Why don't you just go to Venezuela? Why don't you go to the fucking heart of the cartel, Mexico? Why don't you just move to North Korea? Why is it always some third world fucking dump that you want us to move to? Because, you know, we don't like America. Why can't it be somewhere good? Yeah. Because you can only compare America to a fucking third world dump. Is that what's happening? You're not comparing us to like some wonderful Nordic country. It's like, why don't you move to that there free healthcare have in Germany or Iceland? Or well, that Finland. reminds me. I can't remember. I might have sent you sent you that this reel. It would have been a couple of weeks ago by now. But it was a comedian talking about like you know like in America like oh yeah you have like first world problems like oh my my headphones aren't working but whatever. But also like we don't have health care, we don't have, you know, job security, we don't have, like, <laughs> all these things that you find in third world countries that fucking America doesn't have. So it's like, what is it now? Like, is it, like, two and a half wards, maybe? Like, it's, uh... Second ward, maybe? I don't, I, I don't know. America's really fucked up. I think Russia's considered second world. But I don't feel... As uh, we're too far beyond Russia and stuff like that now. I feel the only thing that like puts us in top of Russia is but we have like summers. I think they have summers. You yeah, know, but you I, know, it's propaganda that you think they're just cold, desolate winter all the time. I, I gotta say that it just it feels like it is. Maybe. You know what I saw that made me uh feel a little bad? I saw a commercial in uh the UK. It was I I think it was like a cyberbullying commercial, but it was it was kinda funny. It was the, actually the, the Jay and Silent Bob bit where a guy comes to the other guy's house and he's like, did you say, and he named some British boxer, like, oh, I, I could take a liver shot and I wouldn't oh, fucking, yeah. or something like that, and then the actual boxer comes and punches him. And they just ripped off the whole bit where they're just going and beating up uh, Twitter trolls pretty much. Yeah. But here's the thing, Spencer. It was an actual serious commercial, though, that I guess in like the UK and stuff, uh, and people have been getting arrested for this. So if you like cyberbully or just say shit about somebody online, you can get like arrested. Oh, yeah. They don't have the freedom of speech like we do in the mm. good old red, white, and blue U.S. That's a little scary, though. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. Oh, I mean, I don't think you should be nasty to people online. But if I want to sell you, say you smell like old onion soup, I shouldn't go to <laughs> jail for that. Right. Right. Shouldn't get arrested for that. If I want to say Kim Kardashian is maybe a hobbit, I don't want to go to jail for such things. But. I guess in other countries, it's a little different. So, yeah, fairy tales, folks. Read them. Write them. Love it. Can you write them, though? That's, that's, that's the collusion yeah. we didn't get. Are you allowed to write a fairy tale? Because is it actually a fairy tale? So it hasn't been handed down through traditional means. I, I, say, I say it is. Yeah. Just uh, once upon a time, the end. That's all you need. Yeah. And anything that happens in the middle has to be set in a medieval Europe. That's all. A long time ago. Can you have, like I said, Cinderella was from China. So can you have, a, uh, does that count as a fairy tale or is it only when it becomes Romanized? Yeah, when it's white people. Yeah, like any African story, does that a fairy tale or is it just folklore or whatever until the white man comes and steals it? You're, uh, your fellow Englishmen are good at stealing, Spencer. Mine? Weren't you like Scots or something? Which I guess that doesn't count. Welsh? What were you? I'm not you say, Welsh. You say you were, what were you? Church is a very Englishman name. <laughs> no, say, from what from what I've been told, I'm Irish, Italian, and like Indian. Is it like like Indian was big on my on my mother's side, and like I think like Irish or on my grandmother's side on my dad on my dad's side, and then my grandfather on my dad's side 
was uh I think like the Irish because if I remember correctly he had like red hair whenever he was younger yeah. I don't know he always had white from whenever you know by the time I was around and then like my grandfather on my mom's side was like full blown Italian. He couldn't probably put a hit on him, but he could maybe get a hold of a guy who could, could get hold of a guy who could get hold of a guy. Well, you do have a red beard, but jet black hair. Yeah, it's weird. I don't see the Indian, though. Is it, uh, you like curry? Or is no. it, you talk about Native American? Native Indian. American, yeah. You can't say Indian anymore, man. That ain't cool. Oh. Well, I guess if you're, I guess you can if you're Indian. Native American, indigenous. Are you Cherokee? No, I don't think it's like the. the Wichita? You know. <laughs> Hokey pokey, whatever. I should have tried to see what it would, whatever it was get get uh got into school. You could have got a lot of things from that. You look at uh, Elizabeth Warren, point oh oh six or something stupid, right. and she got fucking full ride scholarship or some shit. Now, granted, that's just like what parents and you know grandparents says. Who knows what the fuck? See, that's the problem though. The U.S. has a history of fucking white people just saying someone in their family was Indian, right. and then it just goes down the gen. Oh yeah, we have a Native American in our blood, and then it's like, well. You don't look it. You don't have any history. Well, I, I've seen pictures of like, I guess she would have been my great great grandmother, like Mexican. Maybe who knows? You should take a twenty three of me. I did. That's how I found out I'm an Irishman, with a slight bit of Eastern yeah. European throat, which I knew because my uh, mom's side of the family are fucking gypsy Hungarians. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know what the Irish are also famous for? Having gypsies, <laughs> which everybody hates. So I got that on my blood. <laughs> you get this gypsy blood. <laughs> gypsy blood. But I've, I've been trying to figure out how to conjure curses. <laughs> then you just go up to me and go, thinner. thinner. I'd be like a fucking scammer getting weight loss, you know. I, oh, that'd be great. Damn, but I'd never reverse it. Hey, I just said I'd make you thin. I didn't say it would stop. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am a dirty gypsy, but I feel like that gives me some street cred, man. You you just need to start talking like uh, Brad Pitt and um. What's no, that? Get you in a caravan yeah, now, bro. Yeah, <laughs> a caravan. Yeah, I should work on that. When I go to Ireland, I'll just uh, I'll play the gypsy cards. How far that gets <laughs> right? Apparently, they love gypsies <laughs> in the UK and stuff. Which Ireland is not a part of the UK anymore, is it? I don't think so. Right? Northern Ireland. Well, I. I I don't know. The UK is weird now because of Brexit. I mean, they're still a part of the UK, but like Ireland's trying to be its own country again. And same with Scotland and Wales. And I don't know. Uh, we don't need to get into that. But folks, we thank you for listening. You could check out Caleb's work at CalebJamesK.com. You could check out old Spencer. What the fuck was your name? The Beijing Butt Bruiser Church or Butt Buster? Butt Bruiser. You're bruising yeah, it. Yeah. Yep, that was right. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's his only fan. And he's bruising butts hard. Uh, maybe reading some of the Marquise de Sade, <laughs> too. As I'm doing it. Yuck. Uh, you can follow us at DPW Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And if you want to be on the podcast, reach out because everyone else is doing it now. So Everybody wants on the podcast. But we say no sometimes. You know when I say no? When they're too wholesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my Christian books. Well, I probably shouldn't be listening to this. Are you a Chris Pratt Christian where you make dick jokes still? Or are you like, uh, I don't know, Scott Bayo? (laughs) I'm trying to think. uh, What what did the guy play Hercules? Oh, Sorbo. Sorbo. Yeah, isn't he like, I don't know. I think he's just like really super right winged, which I guess. Same thing, right? Anyway, we thank you for listening and we will check you out next week.